millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome. That's hello. In Danish. Uh, guten Abend. Oh. Uh, that's good. Evening. Mm. Oh, good morning. I can good never remember. Good afternoon, isn't it? Good afternoon. The other one. The other one. <laughs> <laughs> the Goldilocks one. Jada, uh, do you want to say hello in a different language? Uh, you can just say hello just in English if you want. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I suppose English is a different language to you, yep. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is Here's a Crazy Story, a podcast from The Overtake where we tell crazy true stories. Mm-hmm. I'm Robin. I'm Rick. I'm Jada. Great. So if you listened last week, you will remember that we were recording this all in one day and Abigail's sick, so Jada is filling in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, if you're having so. pro- like for us it was only five minutes ago, yeah. like we were trapped Yes. in another dimension. Yes. Although we it's weren't. Like we've just skipped some time and it's a yeah. week later, but nothing's changed for us. We can't tell you the results of any bets because actually this is further in the past than you think. Yeah, yeah. And was never in the future. Yeah. So. <laughs> but when they hear it, yeah, they're, they're the first in the time future. someone hears these words, it isn't us, it'll yeah. be in the future. Yeah. But right now the listeners are in the future and we're in the past or we're in the present. For them. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Okay. We've had what we've had one beer. <laughs> I'm not oh, even done God. with mine. But no, almost. Robin demanded I pour some out of mine into her can. He topped oh. he topped me up, but from can to can, <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> um, no, it's fine, wasn't it? I thought it was going to go everywhere, but it went. No, I did a good <laughs> job of it. Uh, oh, good God! Um, right. right, there won't be any corrections because we literally recorded yeah. the last episode ten minutes yeah. ago. We went for a wee and then came back. Had we thought of any corrections during that time, we would do them now. But no. no. But I did think of another funny president story mm. about uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. Oh, yeah. Have I told this story on the podcast before about I don't think so. Lyndon B. Johnson's bunghole? <laughs> bunghole. No. <laughs> about how there's that. Either you've said it in the office. I don't think you've said it on the podcast. There's like a recording of former president Lyndon B. Johnson who I think took office after JFK. Oh, yeah. Um, I think. There are theories that he had JFK assassinated, certainly. But um, there's an audio clip that you can listen to of him phoning his tailor because his pants ride too high and they, they cut him in his bunghole. <laughs> and it, it, like, goes on at length of him describing how his trousers are too tight and they're splitting him up the anus like a cheese wire. Like, oh and it's, oh, and so like, Lyndon B. Johnson as well is, like, the last 
actually, I guess Ronald Reagan's the last cowboy president. Yeah. But Lyndon B. Johnson like wore like an, a, a ten hat. gallon hat, oh, like yeah. he wore like a cowboy hat, and he was like a really hard working. I think he was described as like the great liberal hope before oh. Nick. Yeah, Nixon got in after him because okay. people hated him because oh, he wasn't very good at his job. But yeah, yeah, one he might have killed JFK to become mm. president, and two. He had problems with his bunghole. Bung hole. <laughs> How tight were his trousers? I bet, I bet he's exaggerating. They're tearing up his bunghole. Like, they were really <laughs> I tight. Just, I don't really feel that tight. But um, it's like he's yeah. phoning this tailor who's like, you know who, like, some tailor who's like, you're about to receive a phone call from, from the, the president, president of the United States yeah. of America. And then he's like, I hear you do fine tailoring, sir. Yes, I do. I need some new trousers. I can do that for you, sir. Because man, <laughs> man are currently tearing up my bunghole. Like, <laughs> Like TMI. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. If there's any way we can, if we can get that audio clip and put it in, in. that would be. Oh, we could. What we could do is point people to where it it is. Can we do it? Because I think there might be a copyright copyright issue with that. I don't know know American copyright law well enough. Yeah, that Um, must be in the public's interest by now. When was he, Lyndon B. Johnson? I want to say 1970. So I think Jack was 69. No, it's not available. There are links to it on YouTube. Actually, have you done media law? You did a different yeah. type. You did an international one, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. What? What are the rules? About copyright. Yeah. Can we um, use it? We can't. I don't think no. we can. No. It's it's re- yeah. It's really like because the Beatles stuff only when it came into the public started coming into the public domain like less than ten years ago. Mm. So yeah. No. But well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't YouTube. a performance. It's just no, like. No, but somebody. But somebody FOI'd it. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Maybe. It's anyway, if you available. type in Lyndon B. Johnson's bunk call into Google, <laughs> yeah, that's you get, the quickest way. They yeah. would have. They basically they've already stopped listening to us and they're listening. They're to listening the to the bunk call. Yeah. 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 Listening to the bunk call. That is the title of. This Got the ear, yeah. my ear to the bunk call. <laughs> 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 to the bunk Right. Okay. Titles. Um, titles. Um. So this was the title. If you remember from last week's episode, I threw a tantrum writing this title because mm-hmm. I couldn't think. I wanted to do a Rick title and I couldn't. So the mood of mine is uh, macabre, but like a light, light-hearted okay. but macabre. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's like yeah. um, Jonathan Creek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Or uh, like um, what's that Nightmare Before Christmas? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you've done a Tim Burton style story. Yes, shall I do Shall I do a Robin title for my yes. story? Um, um, Wait, what was the mood first? Um, like quite cheery. Okay. Unfortunately, because of history, there's a mild bit of racism at the end. Oh, God. Always. <laughs> Always. Always. Um, so if this was a Robin title, it'd be like, um, a, a, a man who was in the military and then became a politician but wasn't very good. Ah uh, yes, that is a, yeah, it's yeah, Robin Tyler. Yeah. yeah. Um actually I would have tried to at least make it a bit like saucier. Yeah. 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 So my my title is The Creepy Way Scientist Tried to Find Out If Atomic Testing Was Affecting Everyone. So I think I'm I'm really like getting there, aren't I? Mm. I'm getting closer, even though that But was... why don't you call it like bikini at all the sexy sound in death science yes i mean that but i can't think of that kind of stuff all i can think of is what it is (laughs) (laughs) that's it that's all i've got um yeah so jada which do you i don't know if you were listening to those because we're joking about them but i think while it's only fair you go first this time Mm. ladies first okay I made a real oh, uh, kind Robin. of stop being sexist. Oh yeah. my god, Robin first. That's Is ladies first sexist? Kind now? of. Yeah, it's, kind of. It's, yeah, yeah. It's. Is it not being just co-opted by shitty men that regular men just can't say that as 
Because I was like Sometimes, raised by a single woman yeah. and that was good manners yeah, just to let women it, go exactly. first. Yeah, I think... Um, sometimes I Whether it be to the firing squad or to the <laughs> shops, <laughs> like to the sea. Um, I think uh, I sometimes say it as like a bit of a light-hearted thing. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Like, um, I, like I would say it to you, ladies mm-hmm. first, and it would be funny because women are hilarious to laugh at and not to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, um, so yeah. And also sometimes I say age before beauty, but only when yeah. they're... There's a difference between no, saying like ladies say. first and then just holding the door open for yes, a woman. definitely. Like if you do the door opening without having to say it, it's yeah. just chivalrous. If yeah. you say it, there's an if acknowledgement big, of like, look at what I've done. Yeah, doff your cat. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> m'lady. Yeah. Yeah. What I really want is just go through the door, but instead of letting it slam in my face, just hold it open after you and I'll, I'll, I'll go through the door. Yeah. That's... Really, I'm happy with that situation. I don't know anyone who isn't happy with that, actually. Mm. Um, I mean, what I don't like is... It's not the rule of men. A man, yeah, but that's the thing. Every time a man closes the, leaves, he closes the door behind him. Whether or not there's someone... <laughs> <laughs> next yeah. to a no friend, he, he a goes family, career, a child. <laughs> it's the only way to build strength in them. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, sometimes I confuse men on the bus when I'm when they're like after you and I'm like no after you and they're like you can see their brain like doing all the equations in their head like Mm. oh can I can I go can I not I don't know what to do and really obviously it'd be better for everyone instead of holding up the entire bus if I just went first but Mm. like I'm I'm a gentleman too and I can be a gentleman yeah exactly so I mean, I feel like you're the jerk in that story. (laughs) A a man was mildly polite to you, so you purposely vex him with your womanly ways. (laughs) No, sometimes I'm about to let them go first, and then they go ladies first, and oh, they don't say it, but that's the insinuation. No, I'm all right. I'm about to fart. I don't want you to get the back draft. (laughs) (laughs) That that would be good, actually. Maybe I'll use that line, and then they'll be straight out of the bus. They will. Yeah. Um, Okay. Okay. Sorry, that was my fault. I'm going first, aren't I? So... Let me just go, mm-hmm. shall I, yeah. first? Okay. Sorry in advance of the story. I wrote it yesterday and have immediately forgotten every single thing that I wrote. Exciting. So so some of it will be reading, some of it will be remembering. I'm sure I'll pick it up as I go, as I usually do, get into the spirit of it. Right, so um, in the 1950s, back in those days, during mm-hmm. the Cold War, oh, this annoyingly is another mostly American story. I'm going to... Forbidden Mine's myself. very British. Is it? That's so it balances Because we keep doing American ones because they're just, the country's they're just so nuts. crazy, just yeah. Mental stuff. So, yeah. So, but I'm going to, I'm going to try, maybe I'll pick something from Asia or Africa because we don't do many Asian or African stories. That's um, true. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Ethan did used to do loads of diverse stories from around the world. Um, but obviously we bullied him out of this podcast. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, right. During the Cold War, um, so... Cold War, just a little quick bit of background. The World Wars happened. Then the bit after that was called the Cold War. I guess people, do people, people know that? They know that. People and that, know and really, kind of nothing happened. They all were just a bit kind of posturing for a while. Everyone thought they were going to die all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so they'd be doing like obviously a ton of nuclear weapons testing. So what Rick was saying last week, um, I'll skip past a bit of my backstory. Um, but basically, so Americans dropped bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki in 1945. Um, and they, even though they dropped those bombs and the Japanese surrendered and they were like, okay, fine, mm-hmm. no more bombs. We won't drop no more bombs. Um, they uh, carried on nuclear weapons testing. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like you've done the war, just let it fucking go. But anyway, 
whatever. Do you, like, do you need? Yeah, they've done. They know how to make an atomic bomb. I think you've. I think you've won. Like just. It's a fascinating. Do you need more than an ato- Who needs more? Than it's a fascinating bomb? part of history, just because everyone was like. Well, let's just make these things that can destroy everything. Because if yeah. we don't make them, they'll make them. But yeah. now we've all made them. Yeah, and like we were making them, so then they made them because they because we were making yeah. them. They got scared. It's an arms race. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A exactly. nuclear arms. Literal, they should have called yeah. it the nuclear arms yeah, race. They should, should they? Yeah. Um, that. that was <laughs> the whole point of the Cold War. Like yes. we know that they're gonna drop it on us. So. Yeah. So we're yeah. Gonna we need to, to be ready. Like, yeah. and you know what was weird? I watched this. I actually watched a documentary about Stanley Kubrick and this came yeah. up in it because it's about uh, Dr. Strangelove, how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb, mm. is like America's policy was mutually assured destruction. Yeah. It, like that was the, we won't blink. If you sound, if you blow, if you blow us up, I swear to God, we'll blow, we'll you, blow up you up right back. Yeah. And like that was a policy two grown yeah, up countries you, took yeah, with one another. Like what are you going to do? Like if yeah. they blow you up, you're not going to be like, oh, oh, it doesn't matter then. You know, you're gonna be like, you are you are gone. America, so like in Europe, Europeans Mm -hmm. built nuclear fallout shelters. Yeah, America refused to build nuclear fallout shelters because that would have been seen as actually we don't mean it. Weakness. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking lunatics. What's wrong with the bungles? Is that right? That was a reference to recurring theme. No, that was at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like my brain was like, uh, um, okay, oh yeah, bungles. Oh yeah, because that's what we were gonna entitle the episode. Mm -hmm. Um, Right, the Cold War. The Cold War. Yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I think basically they'd done enough with the atomic bomb, but fine. They decided they were gonna do a hydrogen bomb. Okay, whatever. They did all the testing that we talked about a bit last week. Um, and then obviously the Soviet Union did the same thing because they wanted one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone was like testing all these nuclear weapons. Um, by 1953, loads of bombs had been dropped. Um, and scientists were getting like a bit worried at this point because mm. even though they... Yeah, <laughs> at this point. What if we make a Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> that was a primary concern. And then after that... After that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were kind of stressing because they were like... Uh, Back in back during the Second World War, at the end of the Second World War, they'd tested people in the world and mm. found that they, it was okay; they weren't getting any radiation. Um, but obviously, since then, people dropping loads of bombs left, right, and center, like testing them everywhere, um, and they were like, "Fuck, we haven't actually tested." You know, like we could have, we could, we could all be being poisoned right now, mm. um, and we have no idea. Um, so uh yeah so i'm gonna do um a little mini science lesson a bit like yours last week but Mm -hmm. a different science lesson um so um radioisotopes or radioactive isotopes or they have another name but i can't remember what that was um they're basically particles that have got too many protons or neutrons Mm -hmm. so if you remember from gcse science those protons come loose over time. Yes. yes. So they have basically like a stable atom has got proton, equal number of protons and neutrons in the middle. And then around the outside, it's got the electrons going around mm-hmm. and then everyone's fine and happy. Um, in um, A radioactive isotope? Yes. They have either, well, they have too many of one or the other. It makes them unstable. Mm-hmm. So at essentially any point, and they, I don't know whether they don't know when this is going to happen or it's a bit random 
Um, they might try and get rid of the ex- extra particles, which makes them unstable. So um, there's a, a no, like a number of different ways they might get rid of these particles. So um, and and the the process of getting rid of these extra particles is called um, radioactive or nuclear decay. Mm-hmm. So people have heard of that. Um, radioactive material has a longer half life, so it has more of those things to do, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I didn't really understand. Yes. Never mind. Okay. Cool. Um, so one of there's a few different ways to get rid of these extra particles. Like the you know sometimes it'll go off with an electron. I don't really understand that. It does something else. Uh, one of the ways though is is by releasing gamma radiation. Oh no. Yeah. That's how you create hulks. The Hulk. Yeah. Um, so gamma radiation is the worst type. So the others are alpha and beta radiation. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's like it's. Um, how far, how deep they penetrate into matter. Yeah. Um, so that's obviously the reason why gamma radiation is Because alphas just penetrate. Yeah. Like, mm. Whereas yeah. a beta radiated individual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the joke about masculinity yeah, again. We did it. Um, so on, on last week, you were on about how um, that guy who'd, who'd had radiation poisoning mm-hmm. was like sunburn, 3D sunburn. Yeah. Yeah. So alphas maybe a bit more just surface levels. Just surface levels. Yeah. yeah. But gamma is obviously the worst one. Um, it co- obviously causes tissue damage and increases the risk of cancer. You talked about those mm-hmm. things last week. Um, and, and the risk of becoming a Hulk. Yes, yet. and mainly becoming a Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in the past, they did a bit of checking. They thought it was all fine, but they were like, mm, "We've been doing so much that we're getting a bit stressed that we might be poisoning the entire world." Um, so they started ah. something. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> guys, like, just can, can we imagine them? Like, <laughs> what is all this nuclear <laughs> material we're putting into the atmosphere? It might be upsetting stuff. Yeah, they were like, fuck off, square. Obviously, we're having desks. Like, hmm, probably we should maybe <laughs> test to see if we're poisoning the entire world. But I don't know. Yeah, it took them a while. So, enter. <laughs> maybe you should test to see whether you still owe me ten dollars, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little story there, Jeff and this yeah, other scientist, this yeah. gunko. I think Jeff is Jeff's one of those guys that's like always borrowing money and, yeah. and neglects to remember that he borrowed it. And it's like not enough and to... And he's being a bit nerdy and the other guy's yeah. like, we just get on with the science. Can you stop yeah. telling us about your financial problems? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, Project Sunshine. There was this guy called Dr. Willard Libby, um, who was actually the dude that invented carbon dating. No. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so he was the leader of the project. Um, they had this like secret meeting um, in 1955, in January 1955, um, in American American science people. Um, the American yeah. science people yes, got together. Had a secret meeting, yeah. And All the former Nazi scientists. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they were like, "Oh, we don't have enough human samples to test whether." Um, oh, yeah. Here it you comes. see how this game, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, to test whether like the effects of fallout are uh, causing any problems for people. Um, especially, they didn't have enough samples from children to analyze. Um, it's okay. It's not as bad as you think, but it's still bad. Um, anyway, they strapped all these kids to this bomb. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it wasn't that bad. Um, so this guy Libby was quoted as saying, "Quote: I don't know how to get them, but I do say it is a matter of prime importance to get them, and particularly in the young age group. So human samples are 
are often of prime importance. And if anybody knows how to do a good job of body snatching, they will really be saving their country, end quote. I realise I just did that whole thing in a British, British accent. British accent, yeah. Meant, like posh American, yeah. yeah. to do. Like, howdy there, fucker! Howdy ho! Like, yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, body, body snatching. snatching seems quite pre-Victorian. Because, That's like 18th yeah. century. Yeah, especially that terminology. I just feel like... Like Libby, you could have yeah. thought of some of it. Like, There's any resurrectionist knocking around <laughs> in yeah, 1950? Exactly. Like, yeah. Who wasn't done it in the body to medical science? I suppose, to be fair, like 1950 was only 50 years after the Victorian era. So it's like, it's only like, it's but body snatching was like the Victorian era than it is to now. Yeah, but body snatching was like... Early Victorian, wasn't it really? No, before like 18... Oh, something, I reckon. Yeah. Jada, a, check yeah, check yeah, out when yeah. the resur- when. They the resurrectionists a, were crazy in yeah. Scotland. So they had a bit of, yeah, that's that um, Birkin Hair, isn't it? Birkin Hair, yeah, yeah the from that era. famous ones, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of them was real fucked up and the other one was fine, wasn't it? Yeah, was one it? of them was like yeah. like murdering people and yeah. didn't tell the other, the other one, one yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, There's a good short story called... It is interesting though, Birkin oh, yeah. well, There's a good short story called The Body Snatcher by um, the man who I can't remember. Okay. I'll Charlie. get Jarrah to check that as well. <laughs> yeah. She's nodding, she knows. She's she's dealt with our shit before. Um, yeah, so he's like, got to do some body snatching. Yeah. Um, so, this all came out in 1995. So people didn't... Resurrectionist or Burke and Her? That was the first one. Yeah, no, Burke and Her. Burke and Her are like the mean The ones. second... The, the, it was the thing that you asked George to look at? Uh, the Body Snatcher. I think it's by yeah, Robert by... Louis Stevenson. Oh, yeah, it probably is actually... Well, just... Sounds like one of these things, yeah. yeah. Right, so anyway. 1950, he's yes. like, why aren't you body snatching all these dead he's, he's children? Like, if anyone wants to body snatch, it would be a public service, <laughs> basically. And uh, yeah, so, and this was all in a secret meeting, and it only came out in 1995. Um, so, some documents were, were released um, from, it was the President's Advisory Committee on Human Radiation Experiments, basically, released the documents from what was called the Old Atomic Committee on. Uh, no, Atomic Energy Commission. Um, That's what it used to be called back in the day. So because they were out as in a file, mm. maybe the guy was like, you know, we need to figure out how this thing affects children. Like, so if anyone wants to get into resurrection, you know, yeah. digging up bodies, now's the time. Like, he might have just been joking. He wasn't joking. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So uh, it was called the Atomic Energy Commission. Um, yeah. So... All these documents that became publicly available outlined all these different efforts to like collect tissue, uh, primarily bone, from cadavers without obtaining the permission of the next of kin. No, because obviously they thought like back, especially back in the fifties, people didn't want to be like giving up bodies. You know, like it was, mm. like they didn't, they just didn't have that many bodies for medical science as no. it was, um, and people did not want to give up bodies to like have them tested to see if they've got nuclear radiation. Yeah. Um, so they were testing something called strontium ninety. Um, yeah. Don't I actually should have looked at what that is, but I did not. So it type of radiation, like a, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, is it, it's a it'll be a like an isotope one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so being absorbed by humans because of nuclear testing. Um, it, ah, I actually did write what it was, but I forgot that I wrote this. Uh, strontium-90 is a calcium-like radioactive substance produced from nuclear explosions and it's absorbed by plants and animals and then passed through food to humans where bones, whose bones absorb it. Ooh. So it's a bit like, um, I think there was an instance, and maybe I wrote about it, 
no I didn't write about it in my notes but um there were lots of instances of radiated cows mm. making milk that humans drank and then got radiation poisoning or you know a level of radiation poisoning yeah. from that so yeah so what they did was so they they put the word out like around the world um and they were like and it was a bit on the dl like mm-hmm. they didn't want to like tell anyone hey guys yeah hey guys we've been there we've been working for some decades we got yeah yeah exactly Science fifty. Yeah. That's weird doing that as like a whisper. I, I feel like, like I feel a bit though, creepy I, about I bet doing people it. are a bit like, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I just said getting off on it, but not getting off. Yeah. Like, it's well, not sexual, it's like ASMR. Ass mister, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ass mister. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so they, ga- they actually gathered more than 1,500 samples of bodies mm-hmm. um, from around the world. And they eventually published, well, not eventually, but they published a paper a couple of, a couple of years later um in the journal science which is nice mm. um where they analyzed 500 of their samples um at columbia university um and in the end the study concluded that the amount of strontium 90 found in humans um across the world didn't indicate an immediate health hazard from atomic testing that's good yeah uh so but actually what's what came out was they were getting cadavers from a lot of them were from babies and young children. Uh, yeah, so they were they were coming from uh, like everywhere, like Australia, Europe, like everywhere to the US. Often without their parents' consent or knowledge, which is grim as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the fifties is like our parents. Well, your mum might be a bit younger than my parents, but my parents were born in the late fifties. Like that would have been if they'd have died when they were babies. Yeah. That would have been it's their generation. So. The 50s is like a really weird time where, like, because it's like the atomic age, mm. things go really dark in the yeah. 50s. I think yeah. it's like it's quite like quite the aesthetic is like quite bright and shiny. Yeah, but scientists were like, "What the fuck is ethics? Yeah, Forget about yeah. We it." We just like, had some horrible like, wars. Yeah, and I like during the war, you're like, "Oh yeah, cost fucked up stuff happened." It's the but war. In the 50s, yeah, 50s, you'd think everyone just went back to normal, but no, all no. people were fucked. But that's up. it again. America yeah. was fucking full of Nazi scientists exactly. who'd been yeah. evacuated. Liter- who were just like not modern neo Nazis, like no, like no, actual, actual SS Nazi officers, party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like genuine. <laughs> Nazis who America's like original no, Nazis. They'll, they'll probably be fine like they keep yeah. highlighting every now and again yeah. and they don't seem <laughs> yeah. to value human life but but apart from that they're yeah, but, good solid guys yeah, yeah. Uh, oh dear oh, I almost did think about a Nazi but it was it got too dark oh, yeah. Van Braun, I do think yeah. it's worth doing these stories but I just think we've got to space them out put some nice I had to check it was I got my dark story I thought I'll do the, the last week's one yeah. or I can do the Nazi scientist one I was going to mm. do Nazi scientist but I thought, no, I can't no. do two dark ones. Okay. No, I mean, you could have done. I do dark ones all the time, don't I? So. That's your thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So there were, like, all sorts um, of, ex- like, experiments. Um, they they did some of the experiments in uh, Aberdeen, Hammersmith, and Liverpool. Um, and uh, so um, they did, they took body parts from 6,000 corpses um, without permission at various times. So, and uh, between 1957 and 1970, which is really like, that's quite is like, lately, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I was like yesterday. So, yeah, which is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there were like, there's a, a number of different examples, but 
Um, it says so. The the what the only information I could find out about this was um, an investigation was launched after a British newspaper um, were was reporting on um, bodies being snatched from hospitals. Mm-hmm. Um, annoyingly, I couldn't find out what newspaper that was. Otherwise, I would have. Uh, you know said, what? I, like, I genuinely think it could be like the Sun or some shitty could tabloid. Be, yeah. yeah, it might not be. I mean, that's the annoying thing about the fucking British press. Like, they actually all individually do some quite good investigations. Yeah. We just individually, the rest of the crap. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we are a part of the British press. If yes, you're not British, are. you should. Yes. What? Just read some British press. We're yeah. not as bad as it sounds. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, journalists are both the worst people and the best people, mm-hmm. in my experience. Um, and unfortunately, there's as many bad ones as there are good ones. But mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that all journalists are awful, but also not all journalists are... Good either. Wor- yeah, working in the public interest. Um, so, yeah, um, they, inve- they, they, look, they did this investigation and uh, they discovered that bodies, children's bodies from various hospitals, so we talked about Aberdeen, Hammersmith and Liverpool... Um, were shipped to the US and a British mother had said that her this is awful and I'm sorry to end on a bad note but her stillborn baby's legs were removed by British doctors um, and in order to stop her from finding out what happened she wasn't allowed to dress the baby for the funeral fucking so, hell know, it's fucking horrible isn't it so fucking Americans American listener that's you well I mean that would be a British doctor who did that yeah, that would be yeah, fucking was, yeah. a young well, junior doctor like... called H. Shipman like <laughs> oh my god probably was yeah, um, yeah. so Jesus it, is, it is a bit grim that bit of the story but um, it is an interesting story like basically state sponsored body snatching in the US in the 50s and actually as it sounds right. until the right. 70s state sponsored body snatching mm. that's the title for that story oh. that I would have used yeah, but it gave away the body snatching, did I? No, but yeah. you only get to the state sponsorship later on. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I was like, for no reason. <laughs> it was really <laughs> Is that weird. You? Yeah. yeah. Did you hear that? It yeah, just, I did. But I thought it was. It I just was popped in my head. head. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I was gonna yeah, no, that was. Yeah. It was interesting. Like, yeah. become an interesting but Horrible. dark, dark <laughs> yeah. subjects. Yeah. So right. there you go. Yeah. So, state sponsored body snatching. The title I originally gave it. Right. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Stop. My original title, um, I can't remember what fake Robin-esque title I gave it, but my original title was um, Britain's Worst and Weirdest Politician. Okay, fabulous. So this is about, I think, who... He must be statistically Britain's worst politician. Right. Not Britain's most not morally bad. objectionable no, mo- politician. So, um, William, William George, a.k.a. Bill 
yeah. Bokes. Never even heard of him. No, 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 you won't have. <laughs> yeah. um, so he was born in 1904. Oh, that's probably um, don't know history. Joined the Navy at 16. Mm. Um, did quite well. He also worked with the RAF. Um, he was a pretty good um, sailor, like okay. army army guy. Navy like uh, he served in the evacuation of Dunkirk and was awarded um, a medal for distinguished service. Oh, good lad. Um, his vessel, the Basilisk, was sunk. So, uh, I mean, he, he lived through that. Yeah. Um, the Basilisk. He, the Basilisk, yeah. Oh, that's, um, that's He nasty, helped to sink the Nazi ship, the Bismarck. Oh. So he was a gunner. He was a oh, gunner. I like it. On, yeah. Aggressive. Um, after that, he worked as like worked on uh, Navy submarines and was a submariner yeah. and a deep sea diver. Oh, I wouldn't want to be on a submarine back in them days. I know. Have you been to Eden Camp? Um, back when I was about twelve or something. Yeah, at primary yeah. school. Do you remember going in that in the one hut that was like the U-boat hut, and it's like. A panic, like I don't know what's happened on the U boat because I was only everyone's, pa- everyone's worried. It's panic stations, yeah. and uh, there's like alarms going off and like flashing lights. Mm. And there's like what traumatized me as a child in the Nazis everywhere. I think it's in the floor, there's like a little window, yeah. And the com- and the compartment's full of water, and there's like a dummy, like with its face Ugh. and hands pressed against the window. What? Yeah, and it's like it's like obviously the guy's drowning or, or already dead mm-hmm. in the thing. I feel like is I he mean, camp? Is it a military? Or is it like a sailing thing? Do they have a, like a slave it's, exhibit there? No, as well? it's all um, World War Two. Yeah. So uh, maybe you I, were thinking of the whole. I think you're thinking of there's like. This is the bit that kind of kids can relate to that's like, oh, you go in and it's like the Blitz and it smells smoky and there's like rats and yeah. everything's like falling down. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, okay, this is what it was like to be in the Blitz. It's, it is like a very, very good museum, probably mm-hmm. the best museum. Oh, that's a cool um, shout. Yeah, but then there are like a couple of huts of like, because it's all, it used to be a prison of war camp, that's why it's all in huts. So it's like outdoors, but most of the time you're indoors because mm-hmm. you're in these little huts. Um, it's all like prefab like huts yeah. and like um yeah so two of the huts i think two or maybe three or maybe more um of the holocaust stuff and it's really obviously oh, grim. Shit. like if you've been I, anywhere i don't know that, that is what i'm thinking of yeah. so this is like a brief aside from my story for like I'm just sorry, one yeah. second um when i was in year five and six we had this like the same teacher for five and six oh, yeah. um it's over end was don't, she alright? Yeah, she was great. Oh, she was then. genuinely an excellent teacher. Um but she was like she was mixed race and she took us to a museum. It might be in slavery museum or something. Yeah. I remember seeing an exhibit of like all the slave like in the hull of like a slave boat with all the slaves. This would have been like, probably Liverpool would have been. Yeah, I think so. Like she yeah. was Scouse. Oh, um yeah. so yeah, it was really, really good that yeah. And what the weirdest thing is, though, we had to do, we did a class assembly. We did a class assembly of slavery, yeah. and everybody in my class was a working class white kid, yeah. and we had a mixed race teacher. Um, her dad, who um, was black, I don't know if he was like Caribbean or mm. he just spoke with a Scouse accent, so yeah. he was British. <laughs> um, he came in and like told us about. Actually, he didn't come in and tell us about race. He came in and tell us about class and like how oh. how Liverpool was like fucked over by the Tories in the 80s because he like lived through it yes, anyway we did this play where we are like all these white kids pretended to be slaves on like a slave oh. ship so we all sat on the benches and we were all pretending to be like rowing singing Lady Smith Black Man Bazo oh, <laughs> like, no. and that was when it was on the Beans advert at this, you know like oh, ladies no. oh man that's a weird memory that came flooding back then I was like I'd I mean, that would probably be in the newspapers yeah. if it was now. I've got some But, talking about racism. Of, yeah, of, yeah, of childhood racism. Like, yeah. I, I think I've said this before, like, in the office, but 
in a school play when like it was like a Christmas play like a nativity I played a Chinese person um, as part of it me and this boy mm-hmm. and some other little you kids. played the same Chinese person <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> we had to perfect the accent and yeah. um, and they made us like cone hats out of paper Oy. and drew eyeliner lines in the corners of our eyes um, yeah it was, it was well up. we didn't black up or anything I think we just no I think it's okay I think for, we like, kind of just had like burlap sacks on yeah basically yeah okay yeah um, anyway, that was no, a weird. Really that was a weird yeah. aside about yeah. Camp Eden and all that. Right, yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, Bill Bokes, yeah, uh, deep sea diver. Um, he was, and this links back to our previous stories, both this week and last week. Mm. Um, he was a part of the third uh, first Allied forces to land in Nagasaki and uh, Hiroshima after oh, the bomb had dropped. Um, part of he suggested that. Um, the Thames, because of the level of water, might be a good site for the HMF Belfast to become a floating museum. Yeah. So basically, yeah, he was like a good military guy. Yeah, like he had an shit. exciting life, uh, yeah. soldier. And he's like fucking Forrest Gump. Yeah. Um, and he retired in 1949 from the military. At 1949, mm. at which point he took up politics. Ah. And he got weird. <laughs> so okay. um, he stood as an independent in the 1951 general election. Okay. Um, for a party that he had created oh. um, called Admiral, which Ooh, was an anagram which fancy. stood for Associ- Association of Democratic Monarchists Representing All Women. <laughs> right. So, yeah, so uh, A-D-M-I-R-A-L. Yeah. Um, so his platform yeah. was equal pay for women, huh. subsidized apprenticeships, and the ability to sell council housing or to buy council housing. Oh, interesting. So pretty like liberal, yeah. like hippie stuff. I'm getting to like this guy, you know. Yeah, well, he goes up and down. <laughs> um, so <laughs> he stood and he wanted to challenge then Labour legend and Prime Minister Clement Attlee, okay, who was okay. the pri- who was <laughs> yeah. the Prime Minister. Yeah. So he did. He he went for election in um, uh, Walthamstow East. Okay. But of yeah. course, the historians amongst you will know that Attlee wasn't the MP for Walthamstow East. He was the MP for Walthamstow West. Oh, no. So he oh. went up against Attlee in the wrong... Uh, uh, oh. But bes- besides that, he did very poorly. Yeah. He lost. He got 174 votes in total. Wow. Which represented 0.4% of all oh. votes. <laughs> That is not his lowest score. Oh, okay. He holds the record for the lowest votes of any, any... MP. Yeah. Well, any... Any MP, MP, yeah. yeah. Uh, or anybody trying to be elected yeah. to MP. Um, in fact, 174 is, like, quite high for his track record. Oh, shit. Um, oh, bless him. In 1982, um, in a by-election in Glasgow, Hillhead, or Hillheed... He, I don't know how they would say yeah, it. They, best they would not, say it like that. I'll not do it in yeah, Scots. It's yeah. racist. Um, he got five votes, which statistically represented less than zero. <laughs> <laughs> what? You got how? five votes. I mean, like, is gonna, one of them is going to be him. You, you'd think, right, but... Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? So, <laughs> vote for himself. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Got, he got five votes, right. Um, and I found out this fact after... It represented less than 0.0%. So it's like 0.0%. Less than five. Okay. So it's like so yeah. fractionally small. But up until 2005, he was the only politician 
to have more people nominate him to be an MP than receive actual oh, votes yeah, from yeah, members. So that means oh, yeah. the people who backed him and said, yeah, yeah he could be an MP, didn't Very even good. vote for <laughs> it. Oh, oh, he's got some oh, good quotes. Re, he's... Um, hang on. Oh, actually, yeah, there's a, a, a few more fun statistics about how poorly he performed. Um, so if you get less than 0.5% of any vote in any election in the United Kingdom... You lose your deposit. Yes. So your deposit is only 150 pounds. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was at the time. Yeah. Um, oh, no. um, I think but, it might be 1,800 pounds now. Oh, that yeah. yeah. But at the time, uh, so when he was uh, operating, it was 150 pounds. Yeah. Um, in total, over his entire political career, books lost 4,200 pounds <gasps> oh, no! in in unwon elections, oh, both general him. and by elections. Oh. Right. So. Um, I counted this up. Um, in the 25 different elections that he'd stood in, um, he never, ever claimed more than 1% of the vote. Oh. Like, not even close to 1%. Oh, like, I think bless. his highest was like 0.7%. Oh. No, I can't, like his highest ever was like 280 votes in Wimbledon. Oh, no. So it must have been fuck all. Um, yeah. So anyway, he's got a, like a legendary bad yeah. But, like, a beautifully bad career. Yeah. So, like, there's a few quotes attributed to him about why he, like, why bother carrying yeah. on. And he said, um, I've never bothered about votes. The thing that matters is to give people the chance to vote. It is a matter of complete indifference to me how they vote as long as they have the choice. So Aww. he's just, like, a big fan of democracy. Um, another one, um, it is a, it's a democratic right not only to vote but to seek election and to hang the expense. Hmm. This is this probably explains why fewer people voted for him in uh, Glasgow Head Hill than actually nominated him. Mm. I respect people's independence, so I rarely go to those constituents constituencies in which I am standing to campaign. Oh wow! <laughs> like, come on now. Yeah. So one more thing. This will come back later as part of like, oh, you know, he's a weird chap. Mm. Um, I will not be standing in Croydon. He told a journalist. I'll not be standing in Croydon because the communist menace doesn't exist there. <laughs> <laughs> is that... He stood in plenty well, I'm of... I'm trying to work out what he, if he's trying to compliment well, Croydon or... He, he had a bit of a... He had, it seems like he had a bit of an anti-establishment, like cheeky sense of humour. Yeah. Um, but he stood in plenty of London-based yeah. Yeah. constituencies. Just Croydon. Someone asked him if he was standing in Croydon then. He's like, well, no, no communist. Yeah. Don't have to battle them. <laughs> Um, oh, right, so yeah, um, but basically, throughout his entire life, he was undeterred um, mm. by his repeated failures, <laughs> uh, and he was like really, really into, um, uh, what uh, like traffic and oh. changing the law regarding roads. Oh, okay. um, so he used to campaign in a Vauxhall Twelve, which is like a very old type of panelly door car, um, like a cheap car. Um, that he'd painted like a, a zebra crossing or a zebra crossing. Oh. How did you say zebra? zebra? I say zebra, yeah. yeah. And then sometimes the people say a zebra and go, oh, Americans say zebra. Right. It's a zebra. They have zebra crossings. They know what they are, right? I don't think they have. I don't think they call, they call, I don't think they call them. If you don't know what a zebra crossing is. It's a crossing. Yeah. It's a where pedestrian crossing. Pedestrians yeah. get right away, right? Yeah. Like striped. Yeah. Um, so one of the things he campaigned on was that um, the rules of a zebra crossing, aka pedestrians always get the right of way, should be applied to every single section of road in the United Kingdom, apart from the roads, the sections already painted like a zebra crossing. Wow. So just to invert all that, which 
So yeah, basically every single road, a pedestrian could just step out into the street and they've and got the, the right of way. Yeah. Um, apart mean, from if you're on a zebra crossing. In which case the car can run you over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are some rules about zebra crossings as well because there's like, next to the sides of the road, there's like a zigzaggy line. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if the car reaches a zigzaggy line before you step out into the road on the zebra crossing, the car has right of way. Yeah, they so can't be like, expected to brake fast enough, presumably. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, yeah. So some people think that the car just got to stop, whatever. But actually, if they get if they get to the crossing basically before you, yeah, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. At that point, you shouldn't be stepping out risking it. No, but, but yeah, he, he thought that every road should have the I, same. I like him. I admire yeah. him. Um, so he tried to privately prosecute, which is when an individual or private company um, begins criminal proceedings against somebody. Okay which I didn't know if didn't that know. was even possible. Um, but yeah, he started to do that against public figures who had been involved in traffic accidents, oh. including Clement Attlee's wife, Lady Attlee, <laughs> um, Prince Philip. Ah, oh, God, he, yeah. was, he was going he all He was doing it back, back then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Princess yeah. Anne. Um, yeah, basically, he just fucking was mad on oh. road legislation. Um, he's a troll though wasn't he like yeah he's like troll, a tr- professional troll like it massive events like uh i think it was like an england scotland game he would block roads at major events and like be like well, i'm not moving until all the pedestrians like cross the road to demonstrate cars should be stopping or some shit i don't know like yeah. I, see, I mean like i do get what he's saying because like you know when like a car uh, like you're about to, you're about to cross you maybe even stepped out into the road but then you can't see very well and a car comes yeah and the car and then you've got to get out of the way real quick because there's a car coming and sometimes i think like fucking hell all you have to do is move your foot like a little bit well, yeah like, like, like it's, it's really not that cars ru- when they rush to get through crossings yeah. and you're like you're actually in a vehicle that can go very very fast yeah how could me inconvenience you for three seconds yeah. make a difference? Like I, yeah, and it's like I, I'm the one who, you know, I, I've got, I'm the one who's got to step back or when they make you run across the road or whatever. And I'm like, literally, you sat on your fat ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not that inconvenient to you. I know it's yeah. annoying when you're driving around, you got to stop all the time, but that should just be how driving is. Like, you it's should just let it. people yeah. just like. Fuck so, um, yeah, he would block roads at major events to kind of make his points about his parties in the various elections that he was standing mm. in throughout his life. Um, then at, uh, in 1959, so he was 55 at this point, um, he attempted the Bell Riot race or Bell, oh. Bell Row. It might be Bell Row because it's a part in France, okay. um, which is a race from the Arc de Triomphe in Paris mm. to the Marble Arch in London. Oh. And you can use any vehicle you like. Mm. And he... Limp. Yeah, well, he picked roller skates. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, he intended to roller skate from Paris. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, I don't even know if the Channel Tunnel existed then. No, <laughs> like, it didn't exist then. Yeah, and he was going to go to Calais, <laughs> get on a, on a ferry, <laughs> and yeah. then come, and then roller skate from Dover to, <laughs> to, to London. Whoa. I mean, like, to be fair, roller skating is easier than walking so like if if you can roller skate competently you can any like any basically competent roller skater can roller skate a can marathon just skate from france to england across yeah, the channel well, no yeah, problem but like i mean like it, it like in theory it's not it's not impossible stupid yeah but, but if it, you're 55 and it's 1959 yeah. and also, like, how good a skater is he i don't i mean we don't i know, know yeah but it's not i didn't go into he, that if he's a competent skater mm-hmm fine but i very much doubt he is and so i apologize if he is in the 60s 
Um, he somehow managed to obtain planning permission to build a helipad in his back garden. Nice. Um, because one of his policies was advocate in um, freight by rail and using helicopters to alleviate traffic congestion. I don't think he knows what. <laughs> what <laughs> he, he, I was thinking right. he was like the original Extinction Rebellion guy, but no, he's no, something else. He's fucking crap. Yeah. So he's pa- he wasn't always part of the Admiral Party, of which he was the only ever member. Oh, yeah, In fact, that, yeah. any party he was a member of, he was the only ever member. <laughs> um, at one point, he was the Trains and Boats and Planes Party. Um, God's sake. And then, okay, so this goes a bit like a bit crazy, but he has a bit of justification. <laughs> like, he has a justification that doesn't okay. stand the test of time, no, but it's what? the 1960s. Okay. Um, later, it would either be... Uh, they changed the law on how many descriptions descriptions you can have in okay. your party name so you oh. have six words at one oh, point okay um so he became the road uh sorry uh road public safety white resident that's how okay. he described himself and that all later democratic monarchist public safety white resident what's white what is it about white right white. Mm. is that about being a whitey man almost he almost had me with his weird fucking okay yeah. So show. don't forget, this is like 1960s and 1970s. So yeah. racism is rife yes. in Britain, yeah. which is not justifying him being no, quite the opposite. A way we would describe racist, yeah. um, but also so at the time, people did call him out on this racism. Good. Um, um, so, so one of the things I mentioned earlier about him being against communists, oh, yeah. his other worry was gay people. Oh, for God's sake. But no one can really tell whether he was taking the piss or not. Because Is he married? Yes. So, oh, yeah, okay. and I think he had kids. So you mentioned that thing about there being no communists in Croydon. Mm. So when journalists interviewed him and he gave answers like that, no one could tell whether he was taking the piss or ah, not. Um, and when asked why was he against gay people, uh, but he was only against gay people in the civil service, not in general. Oh. Um, and he would say, oh, I'm worried a foreign power might try to blackmail them, which is like huh? an old-timey homophobic joke yeah but from like the victorian era of the 1920s not, <laughs> not, not 1970 yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah no fair enough so like yeah. i was like i don't know no one so like his defenders are like no he's taking the it piss make any sense. he's yeah. people who don't like him are like no he's just homophobic yeah um so yeah the white resident thing yeah um so obviously he was accused of racism mm. um specifically by the anti-nazi lead racist yeah the anti-nazi of course he'd fought the nazis so he didn't particularly uh, believe yeah yeah, that he was a nazi no Uh, and he claimed that actually he included the white thing in his description um to annoy left-wing pundits and Mm -hmm. left-wing criticism despite the fact quite a lot of his policies were clearly left-wing but he didn't like to be associated with the left-wing um and he openly hated the National Front um, and like stood against them on policies of we can't let the National Front yeah. get in because they're horrible, horrible bastards. So he's, That's yeah, his weird. level of racism is just like a old privileged military yeah. white dude racism. I wonder whether maybe he added the white thinking it would get him more votes. Oh yeah, he did actually. He, yeah. What he thought was is that it would get him more attention because uh, there was there was discussion about immigration. Like and I've added white yeah. But I'm not actually a racist. And what now, he wanted what to is yeah. journalists to say, what about the white thing? And he goes, what about the roads? Because he was crazy uh, about the roads. Okay. Um, okay. And he he claims, um, and like his fans claim, 
that um, when questioned by like people of color about mm. the white descriptive thing, um, he would give them a pound, a pound note, because mm. it was back then, and say, this is the quote apparently, um, why white resident? Because that's what I am. Um, he would grab the questioner's hand, slap a pound note into it and say, now find 140 more of those and stand as the black immigrant kind of that you believe in. If you don't, who will? Um, obviously, huh. 149, because to stand, you need 150 pounds. Yeah. Uh, and he reckoned he'd give out a couple of hundred quid in his mm. lifetime by doing that. Oof. So he's like so an old timey like confusing, troll, wasn't it? Like, it, it yeah, seems the like, whole it, like yeah, like it, measure, but it's not the right way of going about it. No, but, it was yeah, a different yeah. time as well. Um, yeah. So, um, so like one of these other like accomplishments that isn't racist is um, the pedestrianisation of London's Carnaby Street. Okay. Um, yeah, nice he actively area. campaigned for it with. Uh, screaming Lord Such, who formed the Monster Raven oh, Lunar yeah. Party. Yeah. And the Monster Raven Lunar Party and all those kind of parody parties mm. only exist really because of Bill Bokes, like mm. was like, oh, wait, hang on. If you just do politics in an obscenely stupid way, mm. people will be interested in it and people will talk to you about it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he was like an old timey, kooky, like classic British eccentric, wow. slightly racist, slightly yeah. homophobic dude. Um, anyway. In 1984, whilst getting off a bus, he was involved in a traffic accident. Oh, no. The very thing he'd campaigned against. So, like, luckily he survived. Oh, I bet he was well pissed off, though. Oh, fucking, I bet. (laughs) Right. But he survived, um, but he couldn't continue to campaign against road traffic, even though now he's got the perfect story. Yeah. um, Because it left him with a head injury that was so severe that he couldn't leave the house, and the only time he did leave the house was to visit the hospital two times a week so they could monitor it. And then, like, two years later... He died. He died. Oh, complications. Man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to make of the guy, to be honest. Yeah, like, neither do I. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I started reading about him. I'm like, oh, he's an interesting cat. He's really kooky. And I was like, oh, he's got... Oh, he's a bad guy. Oh, no, wait. He's, he's not like, a, a bit guy. racist. Oh, like, is he yeah, racist? Yeah, I can't... Yeah. Like, he was racist, yeah. certainly by 2019 standards. Yes. Like, yeah. you know, that, yeah. like, a racist joke is still racism. Yeah. But for, like, 1970, being, like, or standing in 1951 and saying women should get paid equally... Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. And and the whole thing with putting the word white in the party, like yes, it like it is racist in one way or another. Mm. But like, if but only be like, you could work out what he was. I'm doing that really for attention. Yeah. yeah, like which, which is is basically what Nigel Farage does now, but won't yeah. admit it's for attention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. But he's also a racist. Yeah. But so was Bill Bucks. Yeah, but in like a less but in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. really, maybe I shouldn't have brought up whether or not this man... No, like, let's just say this man is a racist. Yeah, he is a racist, yeah. I think we can establish he's definitely a racist, but he, but his type of racism was that maybe somebody thought he was helping. Racism, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, good times. Yeah. Mm. Kooky weird old dude. Yeah, that was good. I'd never even heard of him. Yeah, never did. And, like, he d- he's done all that kind of crazy shit in his life. Yeah. And yeah, like invented basically like parody politics wow. or parody political parties. Hmm. I like it. Perfunctory. Yeah. I just say words with P in it. <laughs> what would be your joke political party if you're going to do one? Um... Tories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I almost said Labour then, but I remember the Labour Party, so. 
and I don't want to detract too much from how stupid it is at the moment. Yeah. I mean, oh, what I should have said is Liberal Democrats. Shit. Oh, yeah. They're, they're more of a joke, aren't they? They're a bit. Party. The but Wigs. Actually, not these days. <laughs> <laughs> Wigs. These days they're doing all right, aren't they? Bless them. I, I, who even knows what they're it's doing? It's a problem with what's-his-face, that the, the Christian homophobe. Tim Farrell's not been a part Tim of the Farrell. party anymore, is yeah. he? No, no, but he wrecked a lot of... Well, he did. Yeah. To be fair, actually, they've been losing votes since for like at least 10 years even when they're in the they've um, been losing votes since they got all the votes that one time yeah. and then no but even even Nick Clegg when he was Deputy Prime Minister and they were in the coalition was actually they had less seats or fewer seats than mm. they'd had the previous you can say less thing. that's fine yeah, now apparently yeah I think I told you that he did but yeah. I still said fewer but people yeah that's it people don't know you can so they just think you're mm-hmm. stupid but actually you're cleverer than them I don't know if you're cleverer than them <laughs> no yes you are okay yeah. correction <laughs> okay well don't have that many but great yes Lyndon Johnson was elected after Kennedy right after boom Kennedy um, and resurrectionists were commonly employed by anatomists uh, during the 18th and 19th century so no, so yeah. across the whole thing yeah um, and The Body Snatcher was, yes, a short story by Robert Louis Stevenson, and right. they made a horror film based on it in 1945. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I'd watch that. It's very short. You know, like... Um, oh, is it like... It's like 49. It's like a, you know, a while like ago they were doing like... Um, oh, not the film, the book, oh. I mean. Oh, right. <laughs> like a while ago oh, they were doing like... Back in them days, they made short. <laughs> <laughs> like they like classics for 99p oh, yeah. a while back, and yeah. that was one of them, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so Frankenstein's pretty short as well, actually, if you've ever read that. Mary it's quite long. I think it's quite long. Uh, mm, it's not really. It's not Maybe. very long. It's, but it's, it's medium length. Yeah. <laughs> it's short. Um, okay, cool. Uh, and to run, to like be a consider as a serious candidate uh, to stand for MP, it's £500. Oh, maybe no, now, yeah. Oh, but I really thought it was more. It's 5000 if you want to run for police and crime commissioner, huh. mayor combined authority, I have no idea what it is. I know, it's just city mayor. All right, yeah. mayor of London. Yeah. Or European parliament. That's oh. 5,000 pounds. Fuck. Yeah. So it's actually cheaper to run, to be an MP, isn't yeah. it? Like I, even, I was going to say, even I could be afford to, <laughs> but I could not. Okay. I do not have that money in my bank account. Uh, yeah, that's it. Ah, oh, that's oh, not bad, is it? Yeah. That's Piece good. of piss. I feel quite good about that. Cool. Well, let's do some thank yous. Thank you to producer Jada, who's also corrections officer for this episode. Anna Cavadical, who does our social media, um, which reminds me, followers at Here's a Crazy Story on uh, Instagram. We put we post all of the pictures from the episodes on there. Sometimes a bit late, but that is not Annika's fault. That is our fault. Yeah. <laughs> um, also follow the overtake at the overtake on everything um hopefully we'll be through our financial worries by the time you listen to this podcast but we definitely won't so um if you if you could subscribe to our patreon that Mm -hmm. would be fantastic it is from as little as 57p a week and then they do add on that which we didn't say last week but bit annoying to be quite honest i'm not not i think it only works out at about 63p a week even with a vat yeah so it's not too bad. Yeah. I think, like, if you feel like you like the concept of independent media and you like it existing, part of the deal is please help us. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, you can all read the articles and stuff as well. It's not just the podcast. Yeah. It's not yeah. just the podcast. I mean, what you're doing is, like, if, you, if you're subscribing to us, you are 
helping supporters and also helping extremely poverty poverty people enjoy and statistically better looking than most people yeah that's definitely true if you actually look through the list of our patreon people 50s yeah they're all hot every single one of them like yeah there's not a single minger in the bunch um so yeah so thank you oh thank you the listeners for listening yeah um, and we are I, I keep forgetting to say this but we are every week we get a few more listeners which is really nice Yay. so people I don't know whether people are like telling their friends or apologies if this is your first episode we're mm-hmm. like a beer and a half in and yes. got a bit giddy but yeah tell yes. your friends but tell your friends <laughs> yeah um, yes so that is it yeah. cool uh, arrivederci oh yeah Ooh, oh is that Italian nice. yeah, yeah. Did yeah. he say it right though? Did he say yeah. it right? Well, I mean, no, like, bit of an accent. how would you say accent. it? Arrivederci. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> okay, podcast over. Bye. 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 Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 